Unfortunately, the um, chair of the International Pentecost Holiness Church, uh, Abu Vesi, uh, who was supposed to join us at this moment, is not answering his phone. So we will bring you the conversation, though, uh, with Professor David Mosoma, who is with the Commission for the Promotion of Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities. Let me read a little bit, though, from the uh, press release that was released yesterday uh, by the church uh, to all media houses, uh, confirming that at the early hours of the morning of Saturday at about 2.30, gunmen led by Mr. William Mahabo, representing the defected group led by Mr. Michael Sandlana, forcefully entered the headquarters of the International Pentecost Holiness Church armed to the teeth, with an estimated 50 men or so of armed with uh, pistols, rifles, crowd dispersed pump rifles. Um, these were seized by the South African Police Service and the hitmen were apprehended. The um, eyewitnesses, Ndate Kolo Mpatele and McLean Kalane, um, one of the security officers in the church, stated that the assailants arrived at about 1.30 in the morning, disguised as police officer uh, officers, led by a BMW 3 Series, flanked by two Toyota Quantum Combis, and upon being denied entry, they circled around to another entrance, created four trucks and suppliers um, where they gained access. Because they were led by a former member who knows the premises, they were able to enter forcefully through the South Gate entrance. The modus operandi utilized was similar to the one utilized when His Grace, the comforter's property in uh, Pienas Rifir, was seized in January 2020 through violent deployment of hitmen. A similar strategy was deployed in Blauberg in May 2019 on the occasion of the IPHC's Mount Zion pilgrimage. The church is a spiritual place of hope and healing. Despicable acts of this nature committed in the name of spiritually, spirituality rather, are indespicable and have to be condemned for the abomination that they are, said priest A.J. Vessing, uh, convener of the church's council executive committee. Since 2016, these satanic elements, it reads, led by Mr. Sanjana, have sought to hijack the legacy of his grace comforter Frederick S. Modise and comforter M.G. Modise of the institution that is now led by his grace comforter Frederick Modise, grandson of the founder of the church. He has always been based at the headquarters as the presiding comforter. Um, the church premises had been closed since the start of COVID-19 uh, in March, even after government approved for church services to resume under level three lockdown in June. What the statement does not address, though, is a very important question of why there were up to 300 members of the church who were held ransom that Saturday morning. In fact, joining us now on the line is Abil Vesi, chairperson of the International Pentecost Holiness Church. Abil, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners as well. And thanks for having me. Let's start perhaps with that listener's concern. Why were there 200 members in your church when the president only allows for no more than 50 people together at a time? Look, we have, we have the 200 plus, the plus minus 200 members we are talking about are members of the security company that has been appointed by the church to mend the, the premises and members who volunteer to come and uh, maintain and clean the, the property. And uh, also, there are members who are staying in the premises. There are houses there, various houses that they are staying in. They've been staying in those houses for a while now. So that we did not at all contravene the lockdown rules. Um, I, I'm not very clear on it, I must admit, Abel, but let, let's go with your definition and explanation. 
Also, why were they there at 2.30 in the morning? Well, well, what, what? I beg your pardon? Why did you have congregants in church at 2.30 in the morning? A very good question. Our, these people invaded our church at, uh, in the early hours of the morning. They were coming, they are were, were members of our splinter group, coming from the northwest province. Uh, our area called Jerusalem, one of our regions called Jerusalem. They, those are the people who invaded the, the lockdown regulations. They, they traveled interprovincially. They came there. They ambushed the, 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 the headquarters. They, they gained forceful entry, and then they came armed to the teeth, and they started shooting, and then they harassed people. They, they assaulted people. The good question is, what were they doing there? We also want to know. They were on air to acknowledge that the people who went there were their members. They congregated in the first place. We are not congregating because of the lockdown. Since March of this year, even before the lockdown, we, we stopped congregating because we realized that uh, uh, due to the COVID-19, we could not continue uh, worshiping. So they cannot say they were even attending a church there because there was no a church service at the time. What's going to happen next, um, Abil? I understand that the South African police services were able to enter the premises to do the investigative work that is necessary after the crowd of congregants were ordered to disperse. What happens next? You mean going forward? Correct, yes. We, fortunately, we had a, a very fruitful meeting with the Minister of, of Police yesterday and the Commissioner and various leaders, top leaders of the SNPS. We came out with strategies on how we are going to combat this going forward. I take it to be a very proactive approach, which we have been really yearning for from the SNPS because they have been reactive in a lot of ways. So we believe this would care and prevent this from And what would be the meeting point for the various factions to agree on in order for such incidents not to happen again? Because as you indicated in your own statement released this past weekend, this is not the first time you've had a uh, an incident of this nature. Yes. Look, one, there is a, a, a matter before the High Court regarding the same leadership battle. We hope this matter will, will get a date uh, maybe before the end of this year or by, as, as promised or by the latest end next year. That would bring this to an end, the leadership battle to an end once the, a ruling has been made by court. And secondly, we are open to any type of, 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 of negotiations to sit down and say, how do we prevent this from happening going forward? But bottom line is, look, we... The one group is at, 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 at uh, like I indicated, we are three groups. One group is at Springs. They are there, they are congregating there. We are at head, head, headquarters. We are there, we are congregating. We have never been to Jerusalem, not even once. After, we, after they went there, they took over Jerusalem. We left them there, and we have never been there. They have been to the headquarters three times already. So I think sanity has to prevail. They have got to realize and respect their law 
let the law the, the law unfold. Then the case, and then the leadership stay there. We stay there. The, the first people stay there, and we await the outcome of the court. All right. Hopefully, sanity will prevail soon enough. Abil Vesey, thank you very much for your time. Chairperson of the International Pentecost Holiness Church. 702. The Political Desk. Professor David Mosoma is the chairperson of the CRL Rights Commission. It's the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities. Uh, David, what is the solution here? Good morning. Good morning to you and your listeners. What is the solution Hello? here? What, how, how can we ensure that uh, the three factions at the International Pentecost Holiness Church uh, do not go at each other the manner that they have this past weekend yet again? Yeah, the incident um, is, is very regrettable and very deplorable in the main. Um, so as a commission, um, we have attempted, I think, twice to convene a meeting uh, with the uh, three factions one factions always uh, did not attend. So we want to pursue that um, um, negotiation, uh, reconciliation among them, to chart a way forward. Uh, these are spiritual matters. They don't need the courts um, because it is in the nature of the church and the prescription of uh, reconciliation exists within the context of the Bible, which uh, gave rise uh, and established the church. So um, I think... It should be understandable if the factions, the leaders of the factions, are truly Christian, as they purport to be, obviously don't accept what is prescribed as a measure of solution in the context of the scripture, um, which they profess to, 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 to guide them. Abiel Vesey, who we spoke to a moment ago, believes, though, that it will be the conclusion of that high court mem- uh, matter involving the church and the three factions that will actually bring about a, a resolution to this uh, conflict. Of course, uh, the, 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 the courts have a, play, a role to play. But uh, most of the time, we believe that uh, the, the matters of spirit- spirituality, the matters of faith, should be adjudicated by those who are competent within it. And sometimes courts do um, um, stay, uh, indicate that uh, these matters must be adjudicated differently. But if the courts are able to provide that leadership, but in the first instance, we are calling upon the factions to appear before the CRO Commission in the first instance and, and, and establish those um, rules and see how best we can um, adjudicate this. Because lives have been lost in the context of the church, which is what should, should be happening. And, and, and you will condemn in the extreme uh, form for this particular behavior. Uh, David, let me ask as a parting question. Does the commission have any subpoena powers where you can compel somebody to uh, present themselves in front of the commission? We do, yes, we do. And you're looking to exercise that, uh, that we uh, tool? To exercise that. First, we are going to invite them. First, we are going to use the, the normal invitation, but should leaders not um, uh, uh, respond to that, then of course we use the powers of subpoena. All right. Professor David Mosoma, thank you very much for your time this morning. Chairperson of the CRL Rights Commission.